Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're in Clisso Park where we started underneath a window where a guy was doing a little bit of little kids singing folk songs for babies, which has given us a real sense of running fast away from the bus. Go round and round. The feet on the pool go down there. We are in our lovely Clisso Park. Hard Brexit goes down the tubes all day. Oh, straight. Straight, straight to the politics. So we're going to go. Out, we're going to do. We're going to survey the area because we've been out interviewing people and having adventures. We're going to go today through Clissold Park. Just Maybe we might go around Clissold Park at the end, but let's go out. Yes. Go around the reservoirs, uh, Finsley Park, Highbury Field. Nice. And nice, back. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, what about six, seven, six or seven? That's exactly right. Right. And uh, it's a lovely day. It's, it's not. Um, it's, we're in and out of cloud. That's blustery. It was gorgeous yesterday, wasn't it? I don't know whether you went for a run yesterday, but it was so hot. Yeah, did you? I had to go for a run, yeah. yeah. I wasn't actually going to go for a run, but then it was so hot, I just kind of went out. I've missed a couple of days. I've been doing a lot of travelling. So. Right, right. How's Where have your... you been? Where have you been? Zurich and Geneva. Oh, <laughs> ah, that's right. Very nice, yeah. Um. <laughs> just doing gigs with a Macintyre. Do you want to um, hear something really obscure? Yes. <laughs> Guy I used to work with. He's always getting to rouse with him about incredibly little things, like uh, uh, his wedding that had Bonoffi Pie because it was him and his wife's favourite. Yeah. And every time he told the story, which was often, um, he said Bonhoffi, Bonhoffi Pie. It's not the right word. And in the end, after about six weeks, I said, "Well, it's not Bonhoffi, is it? Because it's you are it's aware of the toffees. Yeah, Bonhoffi. You got bun from banana and offi from toffee. Bonhoffi. It's not Bonhoffi. Yeah, no, you're right. Because there's no oh, no. And, and he was like, "Oh, I suppose could be, could be." So like, it's not could be. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> interesting opinion. <laughs> it's yeah. not an opinion. Yeah. And then uh, we were in Switzerland, and uh, his guess for why the. Uh, International lettering on the back of a car for Switzerland is CH. Right. It's from the uh, 
second and third letters of the word Schweiz. Right. Swiss in German. Because people always abbreviate acronyms to the second and third letters of the word, don't they? Very rarely. Oh, I'm so angry. Anyway, how was Switzerland? It, well, the gigs were great. Really good fun. Just quite quick. Really, really ornate. Mid-European luxury. Five-star hotels. <laughs> Combined with... Because I've got no wedge at the moment. Yeah. Having no money to Stop kind of... Because they're my shoelace. Having no money to kind of enjoy it. You know that sort of embarrassment when you arrive at a really nice hotel. Can we take your card details? No, no, you can't. Can we take your card details? No, you can't. Yeah, exactly. You can't take them. They come for your bags and it's like, actually, mate, I might as well take my own bags. I just haven't got anything to give you at all. Do you know? (laughs) I'm the cheapest person in this hotel. Yeah. Um, Which is always a bit of a shame. Yeah. Because it's nice to have a bit of largesse when you go into those places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but, the, but the, you know, the rooms are fine, the gigs are great. All in all, good, really good fun. I mean, the, this hotel, the suite that McIntyre stayed in, had also been staying by Michael Jackson and JFK. <laughs> Not on the same I night. Say, that, sounds like, that sounds like a bit of a reveal. And Sinatra as well. So it's, that was a pretty... Oh, what a night. What a night. So Frank, it's quite swish. Do you want another drink? When I was 17. The most impressive one of them. <laughs> See, if you want another drink, Mike, yeah, yeah. it's over there, Marilyn Monroe. It, it, was, it was JFK, I think, by a distance. Just to, yeah. That felt the most impressive. But, yeah. but anyway, it was a uh, I stayed good fun. Calm yourself, because on Friday night, I stayed in the uh, Ibis Styles Hotel just outside Barnsley. Yeah. When I, I didn't want to leave well, a card. Often frequented by JFK. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. No, no, my room had previously be, uh, <laughs> yeah. been uh, stayed in by Jeff from Sandbach. <laughs> um, Nigel from Serbia. I know that because he yeah. scratched his name in the headboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Ibis. And Nixon. Yes, of course. Yeah. Nixon loved an Ibis. He loved Barnsley and he was really tight. So where was that then? Where was that kick? Well, I went my little journey of last week. Right, just to bring everyone up to date, we're turning right past the climbing centre that looks like a spooky castle into the uh, West Reservoir. Very nice. It's really nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's a beautiful um, place. I uh, did a gig at a golf hotel in uh, near Chester on uh, on uh, Election Day. Tell me it's about the corporate golf. Tell me about the golf hotel. Roofing industry, although white collar, right? Um, uh, management level, yes. But I opened I, I, the gig went well, I think. Well, it, it was great, it was a lovely gig, and uh, I think the reason it went well is because I said it's beautiful, isn't it? It's June, you look out there. I mean, it was a really beautiful place, you could look yeah. out across the golf course, right? To the kind of shower buffeted green trees and breaking clouds to a beautiful sunset and the hills of Wales in the distance. I said, it's so lovely, isn't it? But you know what that needs? An aluminium roof over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. They were on side. They loved it, yeah. And um, we didn't talk about which way we voted, because I think... I think it's fairly obvious, yeah. They'd all voted one way and I voted another. Then that's the nature of democracy. But it was a nice gig, though. So it's, it was all of these kids be, sailing. They can be pretty that's tricky, those gigs. Good day for that. Look at that. Was it mostly men or did they have the It was mostly men. There was a a sprinkling. It is interesting how there's a massive difference between all men and 
a hundred men and a dozen women. You know, you don't need it to be half and half. They really civilise a room, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. They lighten it massively. <laughs> Particularly when it's one like that, I say quite managementy and dry. Yeah. If it's all men, it's not like they all start going, oi, oi. They just kind of just pull up, don't they? The shoulders come round. Yeah, they get and so they just defensive resist. and odd and weird. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that was on, uh, it was a really nice hotel as well. Absolutely fantastic. It was one of those hotels, it wasn't a financial experience like yours. It was just that sense of, what's the point of this if I'm just here on my own for work? You know? Yes, yeah, It'd yeah. be nice if I come here yeah. with my wife, but then I wouldn't have brought my wife here. Yeah. <laughs> it's the old experience of being a comedian. Yeah. We're going to... Have a variety of hotels. Do you remember running out to Hayes? Because we've got a pair of swans up ahead of us. I don't want no trouble. Ooh. It's only a pair, there's Ooh. not... There aren't well, 150 that, no, we can't see time. beyond the corner. You immediately let me get in front there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <rope>. you go. <laughs> yeah, you go yeah. first. You're, you're no, the bird don't. guy. You're the bird guy. Definitely slowing hey, down. Hey, guys. Look like, oh, look, it's a signet. Oh, it's okay. That's, that's why they're... Look at your lovely signet. Okay, we get that. That's, that's why they're more defensive with a signet. This is more because you love you, not because you want to fight. Oh, it's looking up. Okay, we're going, we're going, we're going. Huge necks, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. Incredibly strong necks. They can break your arm, they say. Shall we try a uh, let's nick the signet competition? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Rob. Bit of fartlek. You do, you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got my faucet over my arm, but both my arms are now broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so a bit of travel, and then what? The I mean, the thing of being there on my own and it being pointless was exacerbated by the fact that in the morning I was in the bathroom, yeah. you know, just sorting out a few things before I left, and uh, I overheard something from the next suite. Really? Yeah. What you a, a, a morning? I thought it was a posher hotel experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought those walls would be thicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's always a lonely moment, isn't but, it? But, you know, that first of all, I felt disappointed, and then I realised that someone else was disappointed. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Six of one. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that's Friday morning, right? So did you watch the... What? Watch what? The results Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. There was a little yeah. poll. Yeah. Like, I, I was tried. Like, don't think I didn't psycho. try. Yeah. Slid the picture over. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't. I actually avoided it. Right. I watched uh, you Sing like to the Beatles yesterday. Right. I Why just had my fingers burned with the uh, referendum in the American. Election. Yeah, yeah, you expected the worst, so you didn't want to witness it. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't even expect the worst. I just didn't want to trust to hope. Yeah. And I really like what happened, but it's almost foolhardy to talk about it because, A, it Ooh. led to... <laughs> hey, it's all right. No worries. Um, it led to... Uh, you know, it, the shenanigans will go on for weeks. And Absolutely, B, yeah. the world will probably have changed again by the time this goes out. It's so fluid, isn't it? Absolutely. The whole political situation. Right. So there's a bit of time. There's a yeah, bit there's of something going on. Some kind yoga, of group, group yoga, yoga going on. Yoga by the Word Me Down Flats. It's beautiful. Isn't it great here? Yeah, it's lovely. So we're just crossing the road from West Reservoir to East Reservoir. My friend used to run the cafe at East Reservoir when it first opened. She doesn't anymore. Ooh. So that's a shame. That's a shame. But apart from that, I think it's still going strong. I just think that when they decided it worked, they, they got to rent or something like that. <laughs> yeah, of something course. Selfish, of course. Should we go over? Yeah, let's into go into the reservoir, into the Woodbury wetlands itself. Woodbury wetlands, yes, please. So yeah, so I was in near Chester, very nice actually. I, I immediately invoked Barnsley to see a penny, pick it up, and all day you'll have good luck. Nice, like give it. Give it to a friend. I'm going to give it to you. Your luck Penny's will never good. end. Your luck will never end. So you went from where? You went from Barnes? Oh, nice. Cheers. On Friday night, I was on in Newcastle, which, of course, is a long way away. All right. And uh, I wanted to run on Friday, right? Yeah. So I scoped it out. 
anyway, I, I worked on it with my son because, like me, he's he loves getting the map out. So I got to uh, I drove across the uh, Peak District on the A628. Yeah. Stopped at a place called Crowden mm. and went north up the Pennine Way. Oh, miss! And it was fantastic. I bet that was great. Yeah, I bet that was lovely. It was just superb. Yeah. Um, I was listening to music and enjoying it, and then my music player went down, and. Uh, I thought of all the people saying, yeah, just listen to the nature. You know, listen to it. So I did. But, of course, the song I'd been listening to when the music player went down just carried on playing in my head for, I don't know, it was an hour and a half. But um, it was excellent. I mean, it's so good up there. It's beautiful, yeah. I tried to walk the Pennine Way once. <laughs> that didn't last very long. I was going to say, you tried to. It's... Well, no, I got three days in with me and a mate, and we just, after three days, we were penniless, lost. <laughs> and, the, and no longer mates. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> should we go here? Should we do, I quite oh, like right the, yeah, quite He's like going the down. He's, he's opted. All right, Robert Frost, you took the path they travelled by. <laughs> the extended uh, route on the wood chip. Last time we came down here, this is, that was a while ago, but listeners might remember. This is the path where we came down. We saw a guy who looked like he was meditating. Turned out he was on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. It's a nice Maybe he life. was. He probably had a guy on the other end of the phone saying, breathe in, breathe out. I press one for me not press talking. One for mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> Two for enlightenment. <laughs> so, um, such a good run. And I love, um, it's funny, it's difficult when you're running, a, you know, fell running is a bit strong. I know people really do that, but you get into the rhythm of it and you're kind of hopping and skipping over the rocks. It is lovely, it? yes. It's yeah. absolutely great. And then yeah. when you stop, you think, you suddenly think, I might, if you start thinking about it logically, you kind of don't want to run anymore in case you trip over and smash your teeth in. Yeah. You know, yeah, I did yeah. that at it's the top. I stopped yeah. for some reason. And realised so, what you were doing. Yeah, and then when I started again, I was like, really? Is this what I was doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it's much, and it's really, you get used to it and you get good at it. And it's really nice on the way up because almost the attention to the ground distracts from the climb, you know. It's coming down. And it slows problem, you down. And when you come down, yeah, yeah. the physics, because yeah. suddenly you've got this momentum. Yeah. So just when you got used to the rhythm of the thing, you, uh, there's this new added hazard. It's like levelling up in a computer game. That's a real... Uh, that's where fell runners really distinguish themselves because you can sort of keep up with most people going up if you're sort of bullish and good at running up hills, but yeah. downhill... It's a, c- a combination of technique and absolute bottle. Yeah, absolutely. My brother's old girlfriend was a top mountain biker. Right. And exactly that. You know, he's a big man and he had no trouble physically keeping up with her on the downhill. Even though she was a great rider because he had the gravity on his side. Right. But her commitment to the downhill <laughs> was, you know, was insane. Downhill. She's yeah, off. Yeah. There she goes. <laughs> They were trying to get mountain biking into the Olympics. And I think it's quite a good sport, but I think the reason they didn't have it is because it's just bad PR when people keep really breaking, bad injuries, keep breaking yeah. themselves. Hey, look, talking of signets, there's a whole family. There's swans and babies. I like there. it. It's quite it's far away. It's beautiful here, isn't Let's it? try and get a picture of that with a zoom on. It's so nice up here. Look carefully. They're far away, but there's a whole family of swans there out in the reservoir. So... It was really good that run. It really made me think. I realised that we were talking about this, talking about this online. That thing about being—you're very happy running slow. Yes. I think, and I think that is a product of being a good runner, of being a lifelong runner. Kind of, you know, the, the measured athleticism of running is hardwired into your running, so that you don't have to think about it too hard. Right. You know right. what I mean? Whereas a lot of us 
amateurs later than our runners. We run at whatever we speed we run at, whether it's fast or slow. And mine happens to be quite fast. Yeah. So when I run slow, when I decide to run slow, I just think, oh, come on. What are we doing, Sot? Yeah, and I lose all my form, you know, just flopping. And I just realised the other day, you know, because running slow is great. You get into that mindset we were talking about with uh, Martin Yelling about how... It's all, it becomes all about the run, just running and distance and just covering ground. Yes. Not yes. the speed, not, not the, the end. Not the time, yeah. Just cruising, you know. And I realised that I do love that. It's just that I need one or two things. I either need our chat. Yes. Or tough... Um, tough, tough, tough nature. Tough right. nature. I need hills. Yeah. And then, then I'm naturally slowing down without thinking about it. And it's and really the, good fun. Yeah. yeah, and the body resets. Yes. And I think, oh, yeah, I could do this all day, you know? Yeah. And that, when you combine that with a mountain, it's such a wonderful feeling where you think, yeah, I'm going to run up the mountain, you know? Well, it's just we should do that. We should do that like those. We should think of long nature. Absolutely. Well, ultra that was the other thing I think I said to you in the week. Because it is I good never, fun. I, I like the idea. We've talked about ultras, and it seems kind of obvious, but I never realised before last week... Um, what an ultra might feel like, you know? Right. I've always considered it as something that runners do. Yeah. But when I realised how much of adventure we have, like when we ran in Brighton. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah, only yeah. last week I connected that with what an ultra might feel like. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's the feeling, isn't it? It's yeah. It's the kind of... The length of it, the adventure, where you go in your mind. Yeah. And the, you know, companionship and the laughs and all that. And obviously extreme fatigue I mean there's no getting right, around absolutely. it absolutely yeah. that's what I put you up to give it's not just a massive jolly oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. no I think it's very basic really with yeah. running the way and particularly when you get good at running you have to seeking greater and deeper challenges yes it's because yeah. you're chasing that high yeah. the high of tiring yourself out so your body starts throwing chemicals at you so you survive yes and makes you too tired to forget the uh, the worries and concerns of the day Yes, you need ever progressively more extreme challenges. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, you come right back to the basics of it, you know, talking about my son loving the map. He's just, he's a very happy, settled London boy. Yeah. But he says, I prefer the country. Right. And, uh, you know, I think I'm a little bit too, what's the word? uh, We meet plenty of people who say how rubbish London is. So I'm always saying, no, it's great. You know, I live there. It's, a, it's an international city. It's cosmopolitan. Yes, yeah. There's lovely places like exactly where we are now. But equally, you get, the country is really amazing. It's know? very different, isn't it? Yeah, when I was on that Pennine Way, I saw two women and two dogs. Yeah. Just in one group. And I saw them twice. And they were the only people there. Yeah. And we were about half an hour out of Manchester. You know, you say old oh, people at work, it was a Friday, but there was plenty of people in the massive Tesco I'd just been to. Yes. And I yes. just thought, none of these people, you don't have to run. This just is right run. here, it's so fantastic, you know? Just to get out in it, yeah. yeah. And feel it. And there's, other, there's that kind of sturdiness, isn't it, though, about the people who really thrust themselves into nature, isn't it? That yeah. kind of relaxed jeopardy to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. happy being on their own, You've got to do away it from everyone else, you know? Yeah. And then there's the magic of hills. You know, just the Peak District in particular, because it's big, soft country, but it gets bigger and bigger, and you got the, you know, the crags kind of sneak up from under the ridges. Yes. And uh, and also the slight kind of badassery of its history, the fact that it's where people said, no, we're going to walk on your private land, you know, and it's all right. permitted. And, 
you know, it's quite revolutionary in a quiet way. And when you get to the top of a hill, you see over to the other side, and you, you know, that moment when I had to turn back, and I thought, but if I ran down there, yeah, just to be further, <laughs> just keep going. It's really, just keep going, yeah. It was wonderful. Hills are great food, aren't they, for the runner? You just yeah. sort of invaluable, aren't they? The other thing is, of course, just from an exercise point of view, you use different muscles. Yeah. So I had that ache and a really weird patches on my thighs, kind of up around the sides and up the top. And uh, really good ache, you know, just a post-exercise ache. And the kids put an elbow on my on my lap at the weekend, and I was like, oh! No, you find it. So yeah. I actually feel quite smug. Yeah. <laughs> You can just feel the strength in your legs, can't you, though, yeah. after a couple of days on the hills. Yeah. You just feel it. So we should do that. Yeah, we should get out. We should, we go should have a look. But it's nice to be back in our old home country. And then I drove, I went to this cheap but actually really quite nice hotel. Sorted myself out. I did all my other exercises. And then drove up to this idyllic um, gig in a brewery in a park in Newcastle. Oh, really? So gorgeous. It's Wylam Brewery. Sounds like you've had a quite a nice varied few days. But so many miles. Yes, you had a driving. <laughs> yeah. And then you drove back. Yeah, I drove back down oh, to Barnsley, uh, right. stayed over, and oh, drove right. home in the morning, which yeah. was good. It was sensible. But, you know, because I was doing some comedy online about petrol prices, so there's people getting in touch and saying, sorry, but it, it looks like you drove 700 miles in the last two days. Like, I must have made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, no, that's, no, that's what we that's do. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. Yeah, exactly. That's what we always do. If you drive driving back from Newcastle, though, on a night, which I have done before. Yeah. That's a tough one, isn't that's it? That's too far. Because you're getting about four, don't you? It's yeah, just, it gets a bit dangerous, doesn't it? It's too yeah. far. And then I was on in Greenwich on Saturday, and I was like, thank you. Thank you for being in London. I can get to my house from here. What was up the creek like then? Was it was it great. Good? Really good. Full. And they weren't Larry or anything. Sounds great. And it's funny, because I was in there just after the referendum. Right. Was The atmosphere was more sour. That's weird. Is that a different tree? I thought they'd got rid of this tree over the canal. Well, this one is overhanging. I think there's a new one. Can't be. I must have imagined they got rid of it because there wouldn't be another fallen tree in exactly the same place. No, I just remembered it wrong. That looks quite dramatic. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Look at that mallard standing guard over it. Yeah. It's my patch, mate. You think you're cool? You should see those swans. That's my patch. So... Yeah, so I wasn't in Switzerland. So a variety of different comedic experiences over the week. <laughs> That's right, Paul. It's nice, isn't it, to get out and about. Look at this house. That's like it's the Mediterranean. I like that one. Would you live there? That was a nice spot. Well, I had Geneva on Friday, then early flight back, and then, of course, I did uh, Guildford on Saturday. Uh-huh. G-Live, back to Guildford. What were they like at G-Live? They're actually really quite sort of... Like quite sort of res- restrained. They can be quite, quite restrained. Yeah, the G not so live. Yeah, yeah, G the dead. G, yeah, the G kind Give of G dead. springing into life, but not quite. But they, they were perfectly nice. Yeah, and I think if you get your head Almost down and fight nice. through to entertaining them, yeah, they you appreciate it. Yes. They're just you a bit... You can get there. You've got to kind of burrow deep into the soul of them to get some big laughs. Yeah, that's you right. You've got to really drill down. Yeah, you've got to drag it out of them. It is, you know, to use a off-use metaphor, there is uh, some uh, teeth pulling going on there. L- a little bit, yes. But we're the dentists for that job. Well, well get in there it, and get it out. It was sort of combined really nice with sort of quite defensive 
audience banter antics. So Justin Morehouse comes on compound. This is what I mean. Yeah, first minute, just chatting to the crowd, whatever. Yeah. He got a couple of laughs and then it was like, all right, mate. All right, mate. And Justin's like, what do you do? And he went, oh, your mum. Ooh. So, so we're at your mum after You've a minute. too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that, that, like you say, it sounds just uh, offensive, but it's so defensive, yeah, isn't yeah, it? It's like you, it's kind of you like don't have to heck on. You certainly don't have to be rude. Just answer the question. Yeah, yeah. Just we're all 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 just insane now. Saying what you do is like let's play, isn't it? That's all he's saying. Saying let's play. By the way, that, that was a dead bird. That's how it went. But then no photos. But then of course, once someone's come out and said and said your mum. That makes Justin a bit defensive. Yeah, and then before gonna, you know it, he's, he's defending his mum out, or yeah. he's having a go at his mum. <laughs> you don't want to be on mums after a minute. No, that's you right. Know, it's like, so it was a combination of real politeness with a slight defensiveness, well, they, which, which again, did melt over the gig. And also said. those two things, when you're, when you're a younger comedian, you're like, whoa, how did that happen? Yeah. But they're actually different symptoms of the same thing. You get an a nice audience, but slightly polite or slightly quiet. Yes. And then, like a meerkat, an individual will just pop strike. up. Strike. And just yeah. slam. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and it's just crazy. It's like, uh, it's like in Serenity, where the massive majority of people have... have uh, were you know were killed by this thing that killed everyone, but the tiny five to ten percent uh, were turned into what they called reavers, but they're like incredibly angry, yes, sort of yeah, rage yeah, zombies, yeah. and that's what you got there. You got an audience which is ninety five percent dead and five percent rage zombies, and you could tell that the ninety five percent didn't really. <laughs> They kind of regretted the whole mum thing as well. Oh, yeah. yeah so it's but like, they weren't necessarily... before you know it, everyone's going down a path that they don't really want to go down. That's right. <laughs> Any parallels? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're No, what but we need now is certainty. Yes. Um, strong, we needed a strong and stable combat. She's still pushing that. <laughs> that is incredible. Well, no, she's actually come out this morning and said that she was forced to say it and didn't want to say it. Yeah, well, she started That's blaming other people a lot over the weekend. Yeah. But that is not the same as saying, I'm sorry I did wrong. <laughs> if only she'd done that. I love if the way that it was her advisor. just apologise. You've never heard of them. But now it's their fault and they've resigned. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. That's how that works. If only she'd just said, I made, I made a mess of it and I'm carrying on just because we need continuity, but I'm probably going to be gone in a few months. Who does that? You know? yeah. It's absolutely great when people say, I was wrong about this. It's just so oh, rare. Imagine, imagine how people would instantly warm to her. Yeah, well, because she's, after all, I follow Eddie you know. Eddie Marston on Twitter. Big fan. I think he's absolutely great. Great right. actor. Excellent career. Big lefty. Yeah. Anti Corbyn, right? Yeah. And you know, well argued. Obviously, there's you yes, can easily course, yeah. you can be a. It's not a, a very a real thinker can be anti Corbyn. And he was saying over the weekend, you know, I'm still uncomfortable. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I was clearly wrong about. The level of support and how we would fight the election. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, mate, it seems simple what you're saying. But just that ability to say, I, I was wrong. wrong. Yes. People don't do it, do they? No. Me right. and my wife always joke about it because at the end of Dirty Dancing, um, Jerry Orbach, his baby's dad, says to Patrick Swayze, when I'm wrong, no, no, when I'm sorry... I say so. Yeah. And then he just walks away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he quite literally doesn't. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we always kind of try Swayze as kind of... In. <laughs> and? And? <laughs> the apologies are still forthcoming. <laughs> but Corbyn, uh, we're obviously getting into a bit, but this, and, but, and this won't date. The more you saw him, the more people liked him. That's right. The more he loosened up. He was like the guy with nothing to lose, wasn't it? Who That's just right. realised that... But equally... 
I think he played the hand he was always playing. He was like, I'll, I'll wait till they come to me and then I'll deliver, you know, which is not in the rhythm of modern politics. Yes. And then once the election was in play, it really played. What's yeah. crazy is people in Labour saying, imagine how well he would have done if he'd done it properly and had the party behind him. It's like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. He, he mobilised, you know, he basically... I mean, in, in some votes, in quite a literal sense, he mobilised the same Dis disenfranchised community that Nigel Farage has in the past. He did Completely different politics, but yeah. just the sense of it's offering something different. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of, the youth vote was massive, wasn't it? It was huge. Yeah. And the lovely thing about that is it's the youth, so that is the future. It's quite literally, you know, people who voted this time, if they... They're just more likely to vote again next time. Yes, yeah. Particularly yeah, yeah. if it's in November, but that's another story. More than my So, we've come right up through um, Finsbury Park. If you went straight on here, we could go out the park and walk. But let's go left. Let's go left. And uh, surveying the estate. I didn't really run that much. I only had like three runs last week. I've, I've, I've undoubtedly been in a. How many miles is that? I we had about, a long did, run did about about 20. Yeah. But I've been in a bit of a. Just a bit of a post-London malaise, really. Am yeah. I, am I, my body's a bit bussy. My right arm's constantly hurting. And your a shoulder bit. was hurting the other day, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it feels mus thing? yeah, it feels muscular, but it's quite hard to rest your right arm. Isn't you know, it? one of these days using it, you're going to have to get in some stretching and some yoga, whatever it might be. Yeah, you're still. I know you do a bit, but you know, very, very rarely. Yeah, yeah scratching. He's it. going. He's motoring this guy. Yeah, he's looking good. That's good. <laughs> He's good tempo, to, good tempo. He was listening to fast music. He gave me a friendly nod, but yeah. he couldn't smile. He was going yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, because you're constantly, like now, I'm using my right arm. And I can yeah, feel yeah. it. But then using something that's hurting doesn't necessarily hurt it more. We know this from running on our legs. Yeah. you yeah, just yeah. got to use it right. Yeah. Um, then it stops hurting. It's funny, though, because I did... 23 miles last week, did all my exercises. Right. Felt good at the end of the week. And I said to my wife, it's good to be getting back into it. And she said, getting back into it. And yeah. I look back and it's basically <laughs> in, I know we missed that 10 mile, but we ran 10 miles two days later. And yeah. at the end of the week before that, I missed one run. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. in my head, it was like I'd really let the whole thing slide. So for you, a week's running is what, four runs? Three. Three, three runs, right. Okay. And always, you know, there's always, always. This, this great tradition of seven miles, but yeah. generally I'll do... At least seven, so... Well, yeah, and I'm much more open-minded about that now, so it's kind yeah. of like I'll balance it up, I'll do ten, and then I'll do five. Right. But let's go there, because I don't think we can get through over there. There's, um, but it's got to be said, there's, there's a lot of... Uh, it varies in terms of, like, the, you know, the people in my club. Yeah. I met one guy yesterday, I, I was out running, I just met him lounging in the park with his wife. Yeah. He's one of those guys who was going to try and beat three, didn't quite make it. Yeah. He's just hardly done anything since London. But, I mean, he's a bit of a triathlete, so he cycles and stuff, but he's yeah. totally taken his foot off the gas. Yeah. Well, this is the danger of deadlines. You can't have it both ways. You can't have a useful, empowering deadline without something falling away when once it goes. that thing's complete. You know? Absolutely, yeah. But then you've got people who, three days later, were doing 400 metre sprints in the club championships they're and they've the already done about four before. races you know yeah 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 they're just, they're, it's just a continuing yeah. thing with some people yeah. you know I think that the, for me the the ultimate the, the one thing to have at the base of that is to say first and foremost I run yes yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. I run more sometimes I run less yeah. but I never 
don't run. Yeah. And if I'm running a marathon or something, I'm going to need to take a break. Yeah. But then I quite literally, one of the reasons I'm planning to do two marathons a month apart in the autumn is so that I can properly not run between them. Right, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, that's the only right. time yeah. I'm going to have a positive relationship with that. Um, with letting my body rebuild itself in that way. When I didn't... If I don't run for about three days, I start to get a bit antsy. Yeah. Like yesterday, I hadn't run for a couple of days. I was feeling a little bit... You start to just feel a little bit overweight and kind of slothful, don't you? And kind of yeah, yeah. dissolute or something. Yeah, and I think also, <laughs> going back to what you were saying about mainlining the stuff that you, you get when you draw, drive your body to extreme fatigue... Is, um, yeah, let's do it. That's right. Oh, it's a green man. We weren't as badass as we yeah. thought. Up the steps onto the secret path. Down behind the Gillespie Road Ecology Gardens. There goes Paul. How are those steps feeling? Feel good. Yeah, feeling good. Let's go up and down them a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not. Um, is, uh, we get used to the basic level endorphins you get of feeling that good from running yeah, 20 miles a week but absolutely. it is just chemicals and if you don't yeah. do the run you don't get them and that leads to the feeling you just described it's as simple as that yes yeah, so I was feeling a bit a bit tired and kind of you know Sunday evening Sunday afternoon were you drinking? no I wasn't I, I didn't drink before I ran I've drunk a little bit afterwards but not that much <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I'm, remarkably, it's Monday and I'm not hungover. It's incredible. You didn't drink? Oh, no, I drank a bit. Oh, oh you didn't. Don't get me wrong. But I just oh, didn't did do you? my normal Sunday plunge. Yeah. Um, but I was tired. Even setting off for the run, I was tired. Just the first few hundred metres, I was physically tired. Where you th- I don't know whether you ever get this. You think, yep. I might just go back. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Just, uh, just, yeah, yeah. But I kept you know, on with I'm it, and it just sure. felt so good, you know. I'm sure it's um, marathon-related. I just think it's so weird. In general, we have trouble as runners with DOMS, you know, delayed onset muscle strain, where you uh, you think you've recovered from a run, and then 48 you hours later quite, it yes. hits. Yeah, yeah. I think running in your mid to late 40s, running marathons, that gets becomes such a long game. It's just surreal, you I know. I think it does, yeah. London Marathon seems like it was last year, but we are still recovering. Yeah, we probably are, yeah. But the punchline was I ran seven miles in the sun, came back in a much better frame of mind. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's just fantastic, isn't it? Oh, it's never the wrong It's thing. amazing. It never fails. No, no. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, I thought that when I went out last Monday, I hadn't done the, well, like I said, I'd missed one run in the 10 mile. Yeah. And I thought, well, I feel really fresh now. I really didn't. Yeah. But you also find that with comedy. See, I, when I was on holiday, I missed a run. I hadn't done comedy for about six days. And uh, I just started wondering who the hell I was. I get, I, I get that. You find a gig for like four days. I mean, I'll get... Well, the fact of the matter is... I have applied for different jobs on a Tuesday. Yeah. If I'm not gigging until Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I can just be like, what am I going to do in my life? I'm just okay. a different person. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? How much does Milkman earn? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Jack and Hyde. It's just that time when you've got that much time. On one way, you're time rich, but on the other, it can be pretty tricky. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the other one is, I mean, I think for me, this seems... Uh, uh, no, I was going to say it seems simplistic, but I don't think it is. I think the great kind of guy ropes in my life are running, uh, stand-up, yeah, or work anyway, and uh, parenting. Yes. And any time, those things are so huge, you rely on them. And also, they're just there. You do them all the time. I run all the time. Yes. Look after the kids and spend time with them all the time. Do comedy all the time. You take any one of those away, you don't really notice. I'll be away from the kids for a couple of days, you know. No. And then you turn around and... You're, the very fabric of your existence is all. You start to feel a bit rudderless, don't you? Yeah. yeah, you wonder what the hell's happening. I think it's healthy, really. But um, when it happens, it doesn't feel healthy. It feels like. No. Geez, how close am I to. It feels like an existential threat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I feel so sorry for people who end up. who get injured. Yeah. Why you've got to be really careful about yeah, the injury yeah. thing, because they still turn up. At club night, some 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 of these uh, people have just like run themselves in, and now they can't run for like ten months or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's like Laura Lester's friend who lost. had hands with the Brighton Marathon. Yeah, with kind of hours to spare. She said exactly that. She just didn't know, just didn't know what to do with herself. <laughs> who am I now? Well, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. And I think it's. Uh, Martin Yelling said it's important not to define yourself by the times you do. Yes. And I absolutely believe that. Yeah, I but agree. It, but, 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 it, but it's impossible it's to involve a definition of what you do. That's cross. And also, I mean? it's manual, isn't it? I mean, we know that that is true. So we enforce it. Yeah. But we enforce it with our front brain, with our intellect. Yes, yeah. Because you're using those things, those distances and those mileages and everything, to push yourself forward all the time. You have to switch it on and off. But, but you can't sort of... At the same time, it's very hard to avoid definition of yourself as a runner, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. it's big. It doesn't matter how fast you do. When you, you get it into your life, you lay it into your life. Yeah. It becomes part of the structure and the pattern. 
That's really important. That's I prefer to define myself as a noted vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, uh, God, talking of uh, vegan, really nice food at my friend's uh, garden party yesterday. A oh, couple really? of fresh salads, oh, lots really? of falafel, oh. Linda McCartney sausages. Cool. I tell you, we might need to stop somewhere. Got that's some loosening stuff. You'd have liked uh, you'd liked our lunch last our Sunday tea yesterday. Yeah, you, you slaughtered a cow. No sausages. Yeah, yeah. Just loads of so- we had sausage and mash. Load. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my son wanted bang. I asked him what he wanted on Saturday, and it was you know we we denied him because. Um, Hot weather, basically, but he said he thought about it for ages, and he said sausages and mashed potato, <laughs> sausages and peas and gravy. Yeah, that's what we have. <laughs> the peas are really important, aren't they? Oh yeah. To get a bit, a bit of bit of veg and a bit of. Well, for me, historically, that would always be marrow fat peas, but that right. is a very difficult vegetable offer to put across in North yeah. London in the twenty first century. What marrow fat peas? Oh yeah. What are they? I don't, I'm, I'm on well, they're what people at school used to call mushy peas. I and love I mushy peas. I think they're the ones you use for mushy peas. Right. But marrow fat, like they're not mushed. Right. So they're big and fat, and in the old oh, they're, days they're, they're bright green. Yes, yeah, I remember. And, uh, but they're not mashed up. I remember. They're that. pretty mushy when you eat them because oh, they've been sitting in salt water for ages. Oh, mushy peas are great. Yeah. I remember those things at school. There's a whole thing about school dinners. I used to love school dinners. Semolina. Go around the hall just finishing up all these old <laughs> aluminium pots. Yes. Don't you want your gravy? Great, Stroke it? mints. Yeah. Stroke mushy peas. Shepherd's <laughs> pie. Getting on well with the dinner lady so they give you a bit more. Yeah. And the next day, I mean, it's, it's a sort of balancing act because if you finish all the mash, brilliant. But if you don't, the next day they're going to fry it up in little ice cream scoop balls <laughs> for Duchess potatoes. <laughs> Yummer. Repackaged potatoes. I Yesterday's potatoes. I don't know. The new identity. But I think I'm showing my age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we are. So, I did, <laughs> it was good doing this. Uh, talking to show my age. I met some uh, very hip young Nova Castrians at this craft brewery gig. Yeah. On, uh, on uh, it's Friday. Right. It was really good. But it's a good place to be cool, you know. There's, there's some youngsters up there. And which way did, New, which way did Newcastle vote? Um, I think it's Labour. It's, it's, pr- it's pretty Labour. Is that yeah. true? I don't know. I think it is. Yeah, I think there was, I remember, there was I more of a swing up north in terms of the Conservatives got more votes, but that was part of the problem. They put resources in areas. They got so arrogant, they thought, we can take Sunderland and Newcastle and yeah. we're just a big power grab. Yeah. And they but, took they, but they won votes, but not seats. Yeah, right. So they just wasted time and money up there. Meanwhile, Labour are having to go at the south. Yeah, and, got and they just nicked a few. They just, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Just, I mean, I but you talk about, I can't remember, Labour have got Kensington and Conservatives have got Glasgow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I don't, I don't <laughs> honestly, I, I need to talk to some friends, you know, because I remember during the Scottish referendum, you know, I had opinions, and I love Scotland. I've spent a lot of time there. I get it, you know. But equally, just like someone, particularly someone who vote, was voting for independence, we're just uh, coming through the little alleys this is up from Arsenal to yeah. Highbury Field. It's excellent. Nice little pool here. But, um, you know, we're talking about the Scottish referendum. I, I knew that I couldn't have an opinion on it, ultimately. I can have an opinion, but I couldn't. I didn't have a stake in it, you know. Yes, yeah. No skin in the game. Interested, but disinterested. And I feel a bit like that now. And I want to say, and I really mean it as a question, Scottish Tories, what's all that about? 
I never quite get it. It's, it's going back to what we were saying about running. It's uh, city versus country, isn't it? It's city Scottish. versus country. There's a, there's a bit of uh, unionism in it, keeping the union together. Yeah. And then I also Is that the union of the snake, like in Duran Duran? I, al- I also think that uh, <laughs> they don't want another referendum. No. Completely bored That's with the That's what idea. this election was about. Yeah, and yeah. SNP have taken their eye off social care and yeah. a little, they've got a bit mono issue, haven't they? And that's a real shame because a bit like this election, the referendum in Scotland was healthy democracy. Now, whichever yes. way you felt about it. Oh, no, of course. That was the way it But was. the thirst for those type of things are pretty limited, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Out on Tyree Field, by Hugh Grant's house, in forwarding to the funeral. Is it raining? Home of the... I hadn't noticed. Hybrid Fields Park Run. What's your last park run? My last park run was Hackney. Oh, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah. I do want to do a, few, a lot during the summer if I can. Yeah. I'm away again this week. I'm abroad this week doing gigs. So I'll miss out. Your mile is a week on Thursday, isn't it? Yes, it's a week on Thursday. The Golden Stag Special. Yeah, yeah. My quest for a 5.15. We're sending... Oh, the, it's going to be tough. We're sending the, <laughs> the whip it after the Golden Stag. It's going to be tough. What colour do you want? <laughs> It's going to be really tough. Yeah, yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah. But you want that? Yeah. Different different kind of pain. I haven't really had a chance to... I missed a few track sessions. I'm going to be fairly unprepared for it. Yeah. Just going to go through my dicky arm. Yeah. Is he there? Is he? Yeah, old dicky arm's running. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dicky arm. So... Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because we got to look at the his, Well, you look at the future, but we're in a time of great. It's hard to know what's going to happen next in the political. It is weird the way that stuff kind of affects us, you know. In the, it does went went nice with other stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, with other kind of think, what, what, events, you know. Yeah, that's right. Terrorism. Manchester, Westminster. Things London. happening uh, at yeah. home. It's like you really want to be able to just level it all out and look forward, but it there's contrib- never really an opportunity for that. It contributes to a kind of. Just a very, just a slightly odd feeling, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Which is, why, which is again, why you really appreciate the steady sweat of a good run. Don't exactly. You? It's, it's always the same, but it's never the same. Yeah. Here we are, we're going down a lovely diagonal in Highbury Field, and it's gorgeous. The people with their dogs. That's the one thing I sort of realised uh, <laughs> yesterday when I was running. And there's a, you know, there's a few things sort of professionally that are a little bit hanging around might happen, might not happen yeah, outside yeah. of your control. That's the great thing about that I constantly return to with running. Once you get an event in, it's yours, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can take control of that experience. Yeah, that's right. In your preparation and on the day itself, can't you? This yeah. is. This is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something really nice about that. Yeah, yeah. It gives you, <laughs> it gives you a lovely fake, I'm own, I'm owning fake this. feeling of control over yeah, your life. Yeah, totally, yeah. A, a transitory <laughs> and ephemeral feeling of control over I'm, I'm, I'm controlling this. It's this true. Is mine. I think we're all searching for that all the time. We're looking for that. Now, you know, the human condition, I think, is we're searching for a stasis, a logical narrative. A story. A sense of control, a story. Yeah, yes. And, you know, we'll never get it, of course, because no. life is chaos. And on the other hand, and the bits, we'll yeah. always search for it because that's how we we're meaning apply this creatures, shape. Aren't we? And yeah, yeah exactly. we, we want to find meaning. And what we do within that is you, you do things like train for a marathon yeah. or go on a family holiday. I mean, it's interesting how 
if you have one of those holidays where you think, we'll just go somewhere nice and sit there and read books and eat food and drink booze. And you do, and it's fantastic. You think, we should do this in our house. Yes, yeah. And when you're in your house, you can't. No, it's because Because there's a box else. of stuff behind the sofa that needs sorting out. Yes, yeah, You yeah, need yeah. to re- rebook the MOT. Holidays are holidays, aren't they? You've got to phone, you know, a relative, whatever it might be. Yes. You realise that that holiday situation was fake. Like yeah. when you have a really good holiday, I think, we should live here. You think, yeah, that's a sign of a good holiday. It's a sign of a good holiday. That's right. It? And sometimes you meet people and you think... You know, that you've lived in this, you're an expat, you've lived here for 15 years. Yeah. You're just on holiday. Yes. It's yeah. not real life. If when you have a, when you sit down to a tomato salad on a holiday, like tomatoes and a bit of onion and olive oil. Yeah. On a sunny balcony. Yeah. It's the best thing you could possibly eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get home and serve it, but everyone's like, where's the fish? You say, so we're, yeah, right. we're not having any bread with it. What, yeah, we're, yeah. we're just having tomatoes and onions. Do you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> like... It's environment, isn't it? It's a holiday. That's yeah. right. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, that does bring you full circle. Your talk of tomatoes on the balcony running is, is, is sensory. Yes. It's getting back to it's our sensory physical selves. Yeah. Because you know, all that stuff is head stuff, isn't it, really? Yeah. This is great. This uh, mum's doing exercises in the park there. I came down here the other day, and there were old people doing step-ups onto that wall right? Um, in a big row, and then over by that massive slide, there were mums running up and down doing hill reps <laughs> on, the, on the steps. That's, That's a well-used park. Yeah. Have you, are you watching... Uh, well, I know the answer to this question. So in fact, I'll just launch into what I'm doing. <laughs> We're watching Love Island on television. Have you seen... Go on, ask have me. You, have you seen... Ask are me you a fan of Love it? Island? Are you watching of course it? I bloody am not. <laughs> Although, well, we more complicatedly, I used to watch, I used to, you know, quite enjoy my reality TV, and then I let into it quite hard because, you know, obviously, a lot of comedians turn Talk on TV it. being talking heads, yes. and my act is very much a response to popular culture, you know, I love it, yes. if I can go on telly and talk about pop music or films, yeah. and so if you can add to that bit of, bit big of brother, I mean, yeah. a, um, I'm a celebrity, I did uh, special reports every, every day for a month, for right. a, you know, right. so... In a way, it was a bit of a so not above career path Yes, finished, so I'm more resistant to that stuff than I used yes, to be. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, how's it going? Well, I mean, I've got there? teenage kids, so, yeah. like, late teenage, so they're into it. Yeah. It's just hilarious. Just hilarious and vacuous and just everything you'd think it would be. And, uh... Manipulative and kids, you know, just yeah. I think it's just so popular, really, isn't it? It is so popular, yeah. yeah. And it's really entertaining, but I know, but not that that's a bad thing. That's I'd like that's it. Story, talk about the search yeah, story, totally. And it's also sort of real people-y kind of interesting people watching stuff. But I think they should have old people of Ireland. Yeah, I'd just love to see but old people, the elderly. Tra- but old people <laughs> think. That, that they don't do that stuff. Yes. You know, that they're not manipulative, they don't behave badly. But of course they do. No, yeah, but yeah. They, <laughs> they're just like, no, no. I'm, no, but I just love I'm the, 70, I'm a reasonable person. I just love the comedy about it, because it's all so geared on, like, youth and beauty. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at least just stick, every now and again stick a curveball in, so, that, you know, the, the new hotties entering the Love Island, one of them's, like, 50, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, to, just to mix it up a bit, you know. Brilliant. But it's hilarious, tell it. I remember that first summer of the first Big Brother. Yes, Nasty it was Nick. so exciting. Yes, it was. Yeah. The theme tune. Yeah. You know, it was like, 
I was coming, maybe it's just because it was a good little boot slice of house. I just remember the Big Brother theme and the windows open, the hot weather. What's going to happen next? Yes, it was And now, oh, I, I, I can't define how little I care. No, but that, that was also, life changes. That was also before people started playing the game of it, didn't they? At yeah. first it felt like a sociological experiment. Exactly, well, people, people in there watching. literally didn't think anyone was watching. Yeah. Which makes all the difference. And then they came out and the massive stars for, for a while. Yeah, I mean, my, my kids, even my kids don't bother watching it. No, it's a different thing now, you know, it changed society. Generally, when an entertainment thing is very successful, it changes the environment it hits. Yes, And yeah. you can't do it again. Yeah. Big Brother, Young Ones, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, Pulp Fiction, you know. They're still rolling with the Big Brother, aren't they? Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, amazingly, yes. It? Channel 5. Yeah. So, and then you have those people who went away. This is nice. Where free tarmac. This is lovely bit of tarmac. Gorgeous tarmac. Lovely bit of tarmac. Free down this path. Hybrid field. Oh, oh, it's like they running that, soft. They did that Eden project, didn't they? When those poor souls went, over, went ten, off to the, island, to the island, and then no one was watching. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's laughs> that is hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I bet they feel complicated now because they have to say. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's just that's not what it was it, all about. Worth it for the experience. Yeah. And actually, they're thinking, <laughs> no, it's going to be famous. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Give me my eight eight mask back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Imagine that. You can create an absolute idol where people can invent whatever life they want and you can watch them doing it and no one's interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that kind of sums up modern life. <sighs> Trump don't want to come to the UK now. He's not coming till we're all ready, till we all want to greet yeah. him. We've had the latest trouble in America. It's like a wild though. I might have this story wrong because I was only half listening to the radio this morning. Yeah. But uh, apparently Trump's kids have been complaining about a production of Julius Caesar. Right. Where Shakespeare's Julius Caesar, where they draw the analogy, you know, the... The Caesar in of it Trump looks like Caesar. Trump and right, right. other characters in it yeah. like looking like his Melania. Are we crossing? So, yeah. And uh, thank you. And um, they're really cross, you know, because they feel like they've been slandered. Can you right. imagine these people producing this Shakespeare just kind of going, well, it's just it's what you do, isn't it? We're telling stories. It's a play, isn't I'm it? I'm just looking forward to... It's uh, satire, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Particularly in the home of free speech. Yes, of course. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. I just imagine, I really hope that Trump tweets something about Shakespeare being overrated, like yeah. he did with <laughs> Yeah. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, yeah. And what's Shakespeare doing now? <laughs> yeah. Overrated. What did Shakespeare ever do? <laughs> Sad when man. When has he ever had any? No one's watching Twelfth Night. And, <laughs> and it's true, you know, I think that Shakespeare's version of The Apprentice is not as successful as Donald Trump's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is quite yeah. a strange measure. What, what I would like to happen politically in the discourse... Yeah. I know it's been a bit politics-heavy this week, but it's, it's quite to hard to it. deny it. Yeah. I'd quite like... Uh, Everyone to stop calling each other names. Yeah, yeah. On on all sides. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just quite like to, to kind of raise the level a bit of no, I, I think chat, that, you know. Uh, exactly. I blame the internet, and I think that, but I think it leads right back into sorry, sorry. They're running after us. Run, Go quick, child. Chasing. Stop him. Stop that. Ah. Stop daring and Tonkinson. It's just black and white, isn't it? The the internet encourages uh, 
um, uh, uh, you know, uh, the galvanizing of opinions. Yes. And galvanizing, Stanley, galvanizing opinions, it's, it's, it, it doesn't need much encouragement, you know? Yeah, just it's hard enough to change someone's mind at the best of times. It's, it's, it's part, but it's also part of that culture of, like, everyone trying to catch each other out. Yeah, yeah. And that was including... You know, like, have you done, you know, journalists saying, have you done the costings? How much will that cost? Oh, I don't know. It became more like testing. We're just trying to get Testing you. knowledge. Just trying yeah, to, it's uh, like but sarsed. It's, but it's like that on the internet. It's like yeah. people aren't really oh, yeah. debating. They're just showing each other how much they think they know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And obviously what it's taught us is surely is no one really knows much about anything at the moment. No, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're just lacking nuance, you know. Yes. There's yeah. no, it, but the, the internet doesn't do nuance. And, and to be fair, that's led back into the culture. I mean, you know, Theresa May is at fault here. She doesn't want to discuss. It's like, and, and the culture says, fine, we won't discuss. Yeah, we'll yeah. get picky, we'll get snickety, and we'll, yes. we'll talk about it in sound bites, you know. But what we need is a, is a dialogue. Yes. And yeah, it's yeah. like you say, it's the same in line. I mean, I retweeted something the other day. Someone said, uh, you know, and this is just the political opinion, and I'm just telling the story. If you don't agree with this, that is fine. That's what yes, we're talking about. Yeah. But this bloke said, I'm getting a little bit tired. Of the Tories blowing things up and then saying they're the only people who can fix it, right? Yes, yeah. No, I take this as, called a referendum. Yes, yeah. You know, called the election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then both work. of them blew up in their faces. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then some guy, and it was someone else's tweet, and someone replied to us and said, well, but what about Labour in 2010? Yes. And I'm like, you know, I, I genuinely don't know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure I can work it out and it's to do with the credit crunch or whatever. You can always but go it's back. Like, yeah, there's always, it, it, you're it, just it, doing it, what you said. It's just it's kind all of, a version of, well, what nah, about... Nah, 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 nah. Exactly. Yeah. There's yeah. always a, well, what about this? Well, what about, there's always uh, yeah. a caveat. And it's I think you'll find it. I think you'll find it. It's always a man. They always talk like they've just been a freaking genius. Yes, yeah, and yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I know that. Anyone who makes out that they know anything in the current environment, let's talk about it. But don't claim that we know. Yeah, look, 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 yeah. And that everyone else has been stupid until now. Yes, yeah. Until yeah. this second. Oh. Hi. Oh. Hiya. So, we're about to get to Close Hole Park. Do you want to know how far we've gone? Should we go round it or should we just go to it? I'm easy, mate. I'm easy. I'm, I'm really enjoying the run and the Feeling chat. Feeling good. Let's see how far we've come. We've only done five and a half, so let's yeah. turn, take a turn around the park. Yeah, let's do a little trot around the park. We're not there yet, but let's just know what's ahead of us. Lovely phone box. Not as quite as nice as that one in Dorset, but pretty nice. What a great run with old yelling last week, wasn't it? Really good. Good fun. Beautiful. He, bit of an adventure. Yeah, great. All di- He's a lovely character. All different environments yes. as well. It was like a... Yeah. It was like going to a going to the country theme park. Yes. We're so lucky as Londoners to go to be shown somewhere with heathland and rocks and hills and cliff tops and beaches. It's all there. Yeah. And the whole and the whole thing only took an entire day, didn't it? That's right. It was only yeah, very, we only, only yeah. took two weeks out. <laughs> very of our economical lives. with time that one. <laughs> ran there, thought it'd take us an hour. We ran for about two and a half hours. Yeah. And uh, and then drove back. Long time. So this is a, this is a, an example of the gentrification of Stoke, isn't it? This Clissold Park Tavern. Yeah. The Reed. Have you been in there yet? No, but the I noticed the that um, it's got like fire. You know. I think that they took uh, pizzas. They took um, pizzas. Uh, decorating advice from Mick Jagger. They yeah. saw a tavern and they wanted to paint, paint it, it black. 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 I've never black. been inside a pub that's painted black. Well, they've done that. They've gone for it. Yeah, they've made that happen. 
back into Clisco Park, onto the wood chips. So why don't Rob, why do Rob, Rob, Mr. Deering? Yeah. Why don't we run this way and then back to the to the uh, cafe and then we can have a coffee in the cafe? I really like that's the Because it gives us a bit more, just a bit more length. But if we're going all the way round... But that but then... Why does it matter which way round we go? Well, because if, if we go all the way round, then we go for run back on ourselves. Today. I mean, it's up to you. I mean... <laughs> I think you'll find that we did that for a few weeks well, ago. Well, what about in 2010? <laughs> <laughs> Someone, I can't, you can't have that discussion, can you? Someone's coming up line and saying, I think you'll find what, what they meant about 2010. Was, <laughs> oh, but there's always never ends. I go back to those guys, the nice Kiwi guys I met in Manchester who were... Uh, pr- Perfectly reasonable Trump supporters, yes. And it, and it really was interesting emotionally to talk to them because I was so uncomfortable, and that was because I respected them and I wanted to listen to them. Yes, yeah. I didn't know where to put myself. I've, I've sort of realised that... It just goes to show that you can, you, you can listen without agreeing. I sort of realised I'm, I'm, I'm such a... I'm really fascinated by politics. I'm not particularly partisan in any direction. I've sort of realised... That I could be persuaded by anyone reasonable for any perspective if I sat down with them for an hour. Yeah. I'm sort of like that. Well, of course, I've got I've got a base level of right of, right. of, of, of morality. <laughs> of morality. Um, but it's like I don't know. I'm just a kind of. I just I, I tend to vote Lib Dems. I mean, when it comes to it, when because it's a very real moment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. When you go in, when you get in the booth, <laughs> and I tend to like it when I'll hear the Conservatives and I'll hear Labour. And then someone like Vince Cable come in and say, well, of course, what you need to... And I'll think, oh, I'm quite sort of with him, really. Quite like Vince. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, tend I to used to like Vince Cable, middle. but now I've got Sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tend to just go there. <sighs> it's not like anything, is there? There's no... There aren't really any right or wrong answers. I mean, some answers are right than other. I think the, the, the healthiest thing... And again, I just feel like talking about... Any- I've really, really had my fingers burned. I just feel like anything I say, someone's not going to like, and I kind of can't be bothered Don't with Don't worry it about it. Yeah, of course. It's doing, the, doing the political gigs is a bit like that. You know? But I think I've never really got over saying, let's not kill anyone, getting booed for that. Yes. You know, there yeah, was yeah. context, but there wasn't much context. Yes. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the greatest thing about this latest election is... That it's it is partisan that we've got that for but better or worse, you've got you've got we had uh, two party politics. You've got choices, yes. And those people, the people who irritate me most, are the people who kind of smugly say like they've answered everything. Well, they're all as bad as each other. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's so simplistic, so reductive, and it doesn't fix anything. Yeah. And yet, so many people will say it and think they've been yes. clever. And the yeah, nice yeah, yeah. thing as about as if no one's ever said it before. Exactly. And the nicest thing about the current climate is. That's, it's just obviously not true. Yeah, they might be as bad as each other in different ways, but they're not all the same as each other. No, that's a good thing about that. That's a good thing about it. Yeah, and the major story isn't it? It's got really tribal again. Yeah, which is nice. But know. within the tribes, there's there's tribes within tribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a way, that basic kind of knee jerk. But what do you think of this politics? Has led itself inexorably back to actual morality politics. Yeah. So, because of the whole DUP thing, it's yeah. like, what do you think about LGBT rights and abortion and stuff? And that, yeah. for better or worse, is a conversation people should be having. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Although, equally, <laughs> people all over the mainland going, wait a minute, I didn't even know who the DUP are. Yes. They weren't on the debates. No, they weren't. No. <laughs> it's politics, isn't it? It's political expediency, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny because when you said politics just then, I really didn't think you said bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> they are almost, almost the same word. I can't be a fan of those. 
Let's cut the corner here so that I'm sorry, don't get into scapegoat I'm sorry, I was really doing those press-ups incorrectly. That's, maybe it's a new exercise we don't know about. It's a real... Where you bend your body in half. There was a guy doing press-ups off the bench. Yeah. Bent pretty with much his half with his ass right in the end. Yeah. There was no straight backery about it, was there? It's like a cross between a press up and a downward dog. He was a with soft. A bench. He was a soft press up. It was a downward dog bench yes, up. Yeah, it was a. It was disastrous. Yeah. But hey, look at what you doing. Everyone's doing a bit of exercise. Hey, better, better not. That's such a better out than in. So we've kind of reached a kind of paddling phase of the room where I do feel I could run for a long time. Yeah, it's good. I've kind of come beyond. I feel like I could run for a long time if I hadn't had so much uh, vegan food yesterday. Did you eat a lot? Yes, and I was ate it a lot. lot. It was pretty much all bean-based. Right, I like it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. It. Nice. Yeah. Are you like feeling the beans? Are you feeling them? Right are they, now. Are they on a journey, the beans? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've nearly reached their destination. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners will be so pleased. <laughs> So, are you doing any of the Clitop Park 5Ks? I don't know. I might do. When are they? I think they're they're, they're, they're kind of be mid, They tend to be midweek now. Yeah. I think they're probably one, every Wednesday night for three weeks sometime within the next month or so. I might, try and, do a, so I might try and do a, do a few, yeah. yeah. I can't do this week because I'm in Harrogate. I met Wednesday. someone here yesterday who did seven park runs in one day once. How did that? I kind of think you might as well do a marathon then. No, but how did they do? In fact, well, apparently they're all paced out. It was like deliberate, and they were half. All oh, right, park okay. Run. But so then they big... can't be proper park runs because they're all supposed to be at nine o'clock, aren't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And maybe they had a TARDIS. Yeah. They had a TARDIS with donuts in it. Jump in, eat a couple of those. Mum, mum, mum. <laughs> do they? Have you got your barcode? Do they do? Um, <laughs> do they do park runs around the world? Yes. Yep. Because I'm in Bergen. Next week. I don't, I don't think oh, they do one in Bergen. I'll have a look. But I've told you where to run in um, Bergen, up those steps. Yeah, you'll, well, deal. you'll have to tell me oh, yeah. in detail, because I'm there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, right. I've got a map somewhere. Right. I know a good run in Bergen. Woohoo! Oh, it's very oh, exciting. That's exciting, yeah. Because yeah. let's face it, when you're in Bergen, you can't really afford to do much else, can you? No, that's true. Pretty pricey. Can I have a glass of water? Can I show sure. you a credit rating? That would be £17. Pounds. <laughs> now, uh... Years ago, I was in Norway, yeah. and uh, I smoked, and I bought 20 cigarettes, and yeah. I'm still paying that off now. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it incredible? Physically and financially, Paul. Isn't it incredible, though, to think that you used to smoke? I know, yeah. Isn't it brilliant how far you've come, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And the stuff we used to do in the name of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that's over. Yeah. Yeah, great days. So glad they are. So, we're not... Oh, yeah, we'll get around the park. Yeah. It's going to take a bit of presence of mind for me to get around the park, if I'm honest. Because... It's a bit like when my daughter went off to school this morning. I said, OK, have a lovely day. Slam the front door, run into the bathroom. Right, OK. <laughs> well, we can go... We can make a shorter... We can hit the diagonal. OK, well, let's do that. Let's, hit let's the not diag- talk about it anymore. No, it seems no. like a very downbeat note. Absolutely not. To no. end a lovely show on. Absolutely not. <laughs> And we've done, it's almost the loop of the park. Yeah. When you add the bit up to the middle and the bit I can only remind you of my earlier comment where it by, if we'd done the <laughs> aforementioned route, we would be now approaching the uh, cafe oh, in question. That's what I think. As we did. Gordon <laughs> Brown in 2010 when he took that. <laughs> <laughs> so, when are you going to Bergen? 
I'm, go- I'm doing Bergen Thursday, Friday, Saturday again with, the- with my Kentucker. Excellent. Yeah, should be good fun. And then uh, Wednesday in Harrogate. Yeah. Loads of runs. And then... Oh, so you could get a Yorkshire Dales running and a Bergen running this weekend. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Although the drive to Harrogate and back is sort of in the same day, really. Right. And that because I've got a really early flight on Thursday morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, this is lovely coming up the middle. Oh, it's great to hit the diagonal. Frame it up. This is great. Frame it up. There it is. I ain't going to the church there. Yeah. I wonder how far we come. About six and six and six point four. That's right. I'm gonna. I like what you're saying. I'm gonna tell you if you're right. Six point six. Ooh. Yeah. Let's have it. That's okay. So let's uh, let's speed up. Speed up for this bit onto the pan. And we'll say we're gonna do. What's the next thing? I suppose by the next time we talk, you might have done your stack. Yes. What else is coming up? I'm in Manchester again. In. uh, at some point soon, I'll tell you next time, but I'm going to do the park run up there. Nice. Some more Very pockets. swift park run. But, um, I'm going to try and get some guests in. <laughs> yep. I'm going to have to stop there because I need to use these muscles for something else. Yes, so, that's um, good. It's been lovely here in North London. No, nothing to see. Here we are. Give us a shout on Run Compod. Get in touch on Facebook. Yep. Tell us what you're doing. Summer's great for runs. Loads of races happening. Loads yep. of different runs. Oh, yeah. Get in touch. Run. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. More